Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, <laughs> nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. The Sports Bar with Danger and Bataglia. Daquan Jones's window will, will open today. I think it should be a boring Bills win, but I'm always a little leery when a team changes coaches for that next game because they're usually better efforts. If they lose the Easton stick, if they lose to them, they don't deserve to go any further. I hate for the Bills that they're huge favorites in that game. You just got to win the game. So it won't take much for the Bills to realize, you know, you play lousy, anybody can beat you. But yeah, sure, everything worries you at this time of the year. I'm certainly not thinking the Bills are going to take this team lightly. They know they have no margin for error. They can't drop one at this point, especially against the AFC teams. Mike Danger. The Bills are going back to the scene of the crime, the birthplace of Masterstroke. Oh my gosh. Gene Battaglia. It's going to feel like a Bills home game on Saturday. Can we just all kind of agree? Right? Saturday night's going to be Bills Mafia Party. Hey, Seattle. Go Hawks. Quinn scores! 95.7 FM and AM 950, The Fan, Rochester. Lamar Jackson gets more love than anybody who's done less than I've ever seen in the history of the oh, NFL. You're right. He's done nothing. That was 2019. Oh, we got to find the, the, the longer cut of that. That was, that was master stroke. That was peak master stroke. We invited him in yesterday uh, into the sports bar. Just and It was fireside chat, holiday time. What a fun ride this is for the Buffalo Bills. Just a fun Bills conversation. And thinking, boy, we, we, we didn't wrap it up. We, why did we not get off the mark? Why didn't I not hang up on them? Blame ourselves. Yeah. I do have one more point about the AFC. I really believe that the best teams in the AFC are probably Miami and Buffalo. I still do not believe in Baltimore. Jesus. I think they're, they can be beat by a really good team. There it is. And I, 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 I think, yep, and I think the Chiefs are not that good either. Baltimore is, Baltimore is going to beat San Francisco. Baltimore is going to beat my, the one seed. They're going to win out. We could have cut them off. Baltimore to the Super Bowl. All right. Masterstroke, Merry Christmas, man. Merry Thanks Christmas. for joining us for the fireside chat, as always. Masterstroke. Ravens are going to the Super Bowl now. Yeah, watch it. Watch what happens. Yeah. The two best teams in the AFC are the Bills and the Dolphins. Hey, look, I think some people might might agree with that. I, I'm not one of those people. Like Baltimore looks right now how, like the best team in the AFC. Like, how can you discount Baltimore? How? Well, maybe all right, injuries. Well, every team has injuries. Like Miami's dealing without Tyreek Hill. You don't have Mark Andrews. Okay, in Baltimore, Baltimore is still the team to beat as of right now. Yeah, yeah. And and the Bills might look right now like the best team in the AFC. And the Dolphins, after shutting out the Jets, might look like 
one of the best teams in the AFC. Record says otherwise, and Baltimore keeps winning games. Maybe that changes down the stretch here. They got a, a date with Pittsburgh week 18, and that, that feels like could go either way anytime those two teams play. Yeah, so the other injury for Baltimore this week, Keaton Mitchell, fine young running back, kind of their chase, change of pace guy, speedy ACL. Uh, today, familiar name, isn't this so Ravens? Uh, they promoted from the practice squad Melvin Gordon the third. Oh, yeah. Sure. Still around. Yeah, still kicking out there. Fine. Um, that's master stroke master stroke came by yesterday in the fireside chat. We appreciate that. And we appreciate you coming by and stopping by the sports bar here at 95.7 FM and AM 950. You can hear us in the free to download Odyssey app where we sound our best. We've got our video stream up. We're live streaming now at the fan Rochester on YouTube at the fan Rochester on Twitch. And we're even on your smart device when you ask it to play 95.7 The Fan. Let's get into some takes, Gino. Yeah, it's been a while since we heard from Lisa Wilson. Who is Lisa Wilson? She's the mom of Zach Wilson. Nothing good ever happens when we talk about a player's mom. This, This can't be good. Okay, so I'm just going to read verbatim what she posted on Instagram. And then, you know, you can develop your take here in real time. Here we go. Yesterday was a little bit rough. Zach took some really, really big hits, and he fought through it. And he really tried just to stay out on the field. He didn't want to go off. He didn't want to stop playing. So he didn't tell the sideline, the coaches, the trainers, how he was really feeling and tried to just fight through it and keep going. So he could be out there for his guys. Finally, after one more blow to the head, he really started having problems with blurred vision and his depth perception. And he really stayed it started worrying he was actually going to get hurt for his team if he stayed out there because his vision was not right. And you can't play like that. Jeez. Okay. Here's a memo. There are a lot of guys past and present who do this, that they play out there with a concussion. I'm not saying it's right. Certainly it's wrong, but... Mommy can't be coming to the rescue here. You can't do that. You can't write that. Look, the only thing we want to know, Lisa, who was your friend your son hooked up with? Yeah. By the way, Zach Millsworth, uh still alive in the guillotine. Yeah, I'm not really that interested in who her friend was that, that Zach hooked up. I'm kind of over that. That's that's become a, a Francesa for me. Oh, who cares? But I, I, I do believe this kind of... Update from a player's loved one, somebody close to a player. This is the reason why the NFL is expanding internationally as quickly as they can. Because for every Lisa Wilson, multiply it times. I mean, every football player's mom has to be thinking what she put out there every time their son goes out on the field. It's a violent game. You worry about the long-term effects. In fact, the studies have shown the long-term effects of playing football at any level. We have this knowledge, and there are concerned parents out there, concerned mothers out there that, that don't want their kids playing football, that won't allow their kids to play football. And now the future of your sport is in jeopardy because who's going to actually do it? Now, there, you can believe that there's always going to be in NFL, there's always going to be players, but it, I'm not speaking out of school. When you talk about at the youth level, dwindling numbers of kids playing football, and part of it is because of this, this, co- this comment, this post from Zach Wilson's mom. Well, what? And there's the other angle here. It's many angles. One, 
Uh, what does this do for the team inside that locker room here? Oh, like, he, it, that, that's the thing that's funny about her post. He wanted to be out there for his guys. They're not his guys. This team, this he's not he's not the leader of this team. They're not his guys. I mean, they're his teammates. But they're not his guys. Like Zach Wilson isn't the guy that's inspiring confidence when you go out there as an offensive unit. You're not out there thinking, well, we we got everything we need. We've got Zach Wilson, not his guys. The only thing missing from this story is Zach Wilson going over the sideline saying he's seeing ghosts. Yeah, I, I mean, well, should he have gone over to his head coach and say, hey, I've got blurred vision? Well, how do you think that goes over like, with yeah. Robert Sala? It doesn't. It doesn't go over. Right. He's a football guy. Right. So in, in, is the NFL going to like uh, review the tape here? They reviewed it last week. Was it for TJ Watt, apparently? like, And then, yeah. you know, so the NFL is doing all they need to do which is pro- provide the optics of a league that really cares about player safety. But we all know the truth. We watch the games. We know that it, it's a mirage. It's not this, this thing about player safety that the NFL is putting out there is a preventative measure. Not to prevent other players from getting hurt. Prevent lawsuits. Correct. Measure, yeah. Correct. Yeah. Look at all that we've done for player safety. Look at all of the messaging that we've devoted to well, player safety. Well, and, and kind of going along with that, congratulations to the Jets now. We're going to get a call from the league like, okay, tell us more about this post here. <laughs> this is why like, you think you're doing the right thing for your child by posting something like that. Next time, just just don't. Yeah, walk don't. away. Walk Log away. off. Yeah. It's, it's not that serious. Um, all right, so I did one of those... Um, Strength finders, Gallup quizzes for work years ago. You know what I'm talking about? Discover your strengths, whatever. So you could you could see who you what, mo- what were you? I'll tell you what I was. Oh, oh, I could have to I'd have to look up all of mine. Okay. Because I don't have them memorized. They're in my LinkedIn profile. I can pull up my LinkedIn profile uh, and I'll read it to you. But one of them I remember being a futurist. And I do spend a lot of time trying to skate to where the puck is headed. So I'm looking at the next few weeks and I'm allowing myself to wonder what happens if week 18 comes, the Bills face Miami and the Bills fall on their face against Miami and the Bills miss the playoffs. Now, if you want to know this team's championship window, it's easy to say, well, as long as we have 17, we'll be in it. And I'm going to push back on that because what we've seen with Josh Allen as a franchise quarterback who is more important to his team than any other team in the NFL. Do you think that the Bills would be getting the results that the Bengals have been enjoying the last few weeks with Kyle Allen behind center? Josh Allen does so much in each game, and even with a a de-emphasized rushing attack through the course of this season, his body is taking a pounding out there. Next season, his cap hit balloons, and Brandon Bean is going to need to make some tough calls on veteran players, star players. When Josh gets to be 31, 32, it wouldn't shock me if we see a guy who just can't do what he's been doing anymore. The window hasn't closed for the Bills, but the rest of this season and potentially this postseason is all that's preventing it from closing. There's no room for error, and you have to win out if you want to maximize Josh Allen. Uh, Thursday, like some shows do, here's our urine review. We do it differently here in the sports bar, and we, you and I kind of came across this accent. I'm like, wait, we have all these great sound bites. Our takes of the year. It's kind of our little award ceremony. Mm-hmm. And one of our nominees kind of goes along with us hand in hand, like, oh my gosh. Like Maggie Gray like punched us between the eyes and said, Hey, was 13 seconds your best chance? Is it mental? 
Man, I hope not. Uh, because if it is, that means that solidifies probably something that maybe Bills fans and maybe the organization doesn't want to face, which is the 13 seconds game might have been the best shot. And I'm not willing to say yet that they're not going to have another great shot at this and that they're not going to have learned from those mistakes in that game and can be better for it. I'm not giving up. This hasn't beaten me down yet. Hell, we're Bills fans. We've been through worse. And I think if a few things can break right and they can start peaking at the right time at the end of the season, why not the Bills, really? I mean, we have one of the best quarterbacks in the league. We still have a great defense despite some of the injuries. I'm saying we now, like I'm suiting up for the team. <laughs> but I, I'm, still, I'm still with this team. Me too. And, and, you know, it still might be true that 13 seconds was the best opportunity. You have an opportunity. That window is open. If you make it into the postseason, you're going to hear a lot of people say, and they've already been saying, oh, this is a dangerous team. If they get into the postseason, nobody's going to want to play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All, all true. All good. If you don't win out, if you don't win the Super Bowl this season, Josh Allen's <laughs> Josh Allen's cap hit goes from 18.6 this season to 47.056 next oh, season. Oh, yeah, yeah. This isn't, this is it. Like, you can't, this team is not going to look the same next year. A lot of names are going to hit the bricks or have to restructure. And it's going to be increasingly more difficult to put talent around Josh Allen. That, along with the beating and the punishment that he's put on his body with the way he plays, is going to make those early years in his 30s, he's going he's gonna to be looking a lot like, what Cam was looking like, a lot like what Ben Ro- Ben Roethlisberger certainly lost a step, right? Like you, you got okay. You got a lot of things here. Let me start with maybe this past week is the new template. Like let's win games like this, particularly you know when it's rainy and it's December and whatever, and that we're gonna. This is what Sean McDermott actually wanted all along. That's why when Mike Carolina called it Sean McDermott's dream game, that was the reason why. Um, you know, number two about the the cap, and I, I hear what you're saying, Danger. There's a way that you can balance the roster, and I look at a team that won the Super Bowl last year. The Chiefs aced their draft. So it's up on uh, it's coming on Brandon Bean. He's been good at the draft and we're going to reserve judgment on Kyrie Elam, okay? Just for now, but you're going to have to not just get guys who will contribute but contribute right away. Can the Bills replenish with cheap talent? That's that's the way you have to sustain it. Yeah, uh sounds about right. And and I'm I'm like Maggie. I'm not willing to say that this is it that this season can't can't produce something wonderful or memorable. Uh, they could they could fall on their face though. Week eighteen against Miami. We're we're all assuming that Miami is is a given. That week eighteen will be for the division. And the there's no way the Bills can lose. No, they can absolutely lose week eighteen in Miami. And that would be God. That would be a shame. Tom in Rochester calling in our number eight six six four fan eight six six four three two six. Hey Tom. Hey guys, love the show as always and. Uh, you know, I've called up before, you know, you're, you're spot on, you know, the draft becomes already important, hyper important, you know, uh, making sure you hit on, a, at least get serviceable players who can contribute to the team and you don't whiff on anyone, especially in the first two rounds. The only solace I take, though, and I see a little bit of it going on in Kansas City, right, with Mahomes, his cap number, the loss of receiver talent, the inability to bring in guys, but getting guys on the cheap. Is, you know, every other team with a good quarterback is going to face the same dilemma at some point. 
You know, the only one I see on the horizon is C.J. Stroud's got at least four more years, right? Yeah. But you're going to see it. You're going to see it with every team with a marquee quarterback is going to be struggling. You know, that's the only solace I take. We're in line to, to, to suffer the misery that other teams either are having or will have very soon. Yeah, I, I think what every NFL GM tries to accomplish is that cheat code of getting productive play out of your quarterback while still on the rookie deal. And you've got Josh Allen this year at an affordable number, but it balloons to that ridiculous number next season. But the teams like, you mentioned the Texans, I'll put Jacksonville in there as well since you got Trevor Lawrence still. You know, like you've got guys that haven't quite broken the bank yet. Herbert, forget it. That window is about to close. Burrow, same deal. Um, but there will be quarterbacks and there will be teams drafting quarterbacks that in the next two, three years, and that's what I'm looking at here, they're, they're going to have a chance at winning big games and playing meaningful games in January with their quarterback on the rookie deal and a lot of talent, a lot more talent around their quarterback than what the Bills might have. Wow. I, I look, I mean, I don't want to be doomy gloomy. Like, look where Buffalo is and New England hasn't even hit the reset button here yeah. yet and all those other teams. One other quick take here because we got to get to Seth Thapert here. Um, I think we have to have a Jerry Jones conversation. The Cowboys owner had another lame take, my opinion. Where even his own fans were roasting for him uh, on it today. On 105.3 The Fan in Dallas, Jones says the weather was a factor in the Buffalo loss. Quote, light rain at the start of the game, and it came down in the second half. Yeah. I agree. It was so unfair, Jerry. The sun came out every time the Bills had the ball, and it rained yeah. every time you went on offense. It's soft. Soft. Just, that's, that's it. Cowboys are soft. You can't play up north. Can't play in the northeast. Can't play anywhere except for AT&T in a controlled environment. You're soft. Done. Your luxury penthouse. You, you had to come come out into the real world and, and hang out with the real folks. Nice seeing you. Get out. You're soft. Might they have to go to Philadelphia in the postseason? Sure. If they, they don't win the division, of course. Yeah. Like, how's that? Is it, how's the weather going to be then? Then you have to go to Philadelphia. They go to San Francisco. They're going to get waxed. It doesn't matter. Well, I'm just saying with the weather, though. Like, yeah. You to, stop with that. No, the, we, the weather, the weather cannot, is like, yeah. hey, you cannot use that as an excuse. I'm sorry. Yeah, unless you're old and you're Jerry and you've fostered a culture of, oh, me? of being soft. Ah, maybe he's angry because Jerry's the real commissioner that Terry didn't get a dome that's in the right. future. That's, that's right. That's it. what they were told. Ah. That's what they they got together on Saturday night and, and it was a short conversation. You know, we could raise a glass, but you didn't get a dome. So I'm going to go you ahead. Could've, and, you could have had all these other events and you could have charged yeah. more. Yeah. And yeah. you could have hired my company to manage your new facility. Yeah. Uh, all right, we got to get to Seth Appert, Rochester Americans head coach. He's stopping by the sports bar next. We'll get an update uh, on his team as they prepare for a busy week and, and doing some good in the community here during the holiday season as well. We'll let Coach uh, talk a little bit about what he and, and his team was doing. Uh, they were around town, uh, was it today? It was today. That today, were, yeah, yeah, yeah. Making, we'll making the round. Yeah. So we'll get into that here in the sports bar this holiday season. All your wishes are coming true on FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Mike Danger, once again, for FanDuel Sportsbook, official partner of 95.7 The Fan. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. It's 150 bucks if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better 
time to get in on the action. The app is super easy to use. You've got a wide range of betting options, everything from spreads to player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash Mike, M-I-K-E, and join me this NFL season on FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. 21 plus and physically present in New York. First online real money wager only. $5 pregame money line wager required. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. For help with a gambling problem, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. You're listening to the Sports Bar with Danger and Bataglia. On 95.7 FM and AM 950, The Fan Rochester. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. The Fan Rochester Sports Update. Buffalo Bills officially opening the 21-day practice window for defensive tackle Daquan Jones. He's been out with a pack injury, today being just a walkthrough practice. Von Miller not in town. He was at a family funeral. Sean McDermott on the L.A. Chargers. There's going to be a lot of unknowns when we head out there. Um, so we've got to make sure, again, that we um, are playing good team football. We're all disciplined the way we need to be disciplined and, and focused where we need to be focused. And um, I think that's a that's a big part of, uh, of, of the challenge this week. Bills and Chargers coming up Saturday on WCMF. Jack Quinn makes his season debut for the Buffalo Sabres tonight. Sabres hosting Columbus. Our coverage on the fan begins at 7 o'clock. Rochester Americans back home tomorrow night against Cleveland. We'll talk to head coach Seth Afford coming up next year in the sports bar. Gene Taglin, the sports leader, 95.7 FM and AM 950, The Fan, Rochester. The beer is cold and the wings are hot. You're in the sports bar with Danger and Bataglia on the sports leader, 95.7 FM and AM 950, The Fan, Rochester. All right, we're going to check in with Rochester Americans head coach Seth Appert. One last time before we go to the holiday break. One last time in the year 2023, Seth, and, and we know that you and your guys were, were doing some good out in the community today. Tell us a little bit about what y'all were up to and, uh, and a happy holiday to you. Yeah, happy holidays. Thanks for having me on. Um, you know, we had the opportunity to go to Golisano Children's Hospital and Rochester General today to see uh, to see uh, children that are in the hospital and uh, for various different, uh, you know, sicknesses, illnesses, things of that nature. And, um, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's always very humbling uh, opportunity to, to go and share those, those moments with the kids. Um, it's just, it's heartbreaking seeing kids in the hospital. You never want to see anybody in the hospital, but certainly not kids. And, 
So for for our team and the Nighthawks, we, we the Nighthawks went as well to be able to you know make a few of them laugh and bring a few smiles to people's faces. Uh, you know, was just outstanding. Now, Seth, you won today. Great job by you and uh, the Amherst as well as the Nighthawks for for going over there. And uh, you know, we appreciate uh, you know realizing what really you know is important, making uh, those kids happy here. Um, Turning back to hockey here, um, I, I know if I asked you the question, "Hey, you're satisfied with getting you know half the points on the road?" You would probably say no. But Seth, I mean, it's not a bad weekend for your team coming back. You know, we were three minutes away from a really good week, right? If you get that last game to overtime, you get four, maybe five points. Uh, then it's then it's excellent. Um, so from a point perspective, it was solid. Uh, from a play perspective, it was really good. It was an important step for, for us, and now we have to build on it. Um, you know, I, obviously, we didn't play good against Charlotte. Um, you know, we, we addressed that uh, as a coaching staff with the group. It's just that we need to start being more consistently difficult to play against, um, not just skilled, not just offensively executes, but be consistently difficult to play against. And there's a lot of ways to do that. We have to do that a little differently with we're not that big and we're young and we have a lot of European forwards. And so it's going to be different, but we still have to be hard to play against. And um, I thought we took a real good step. We were much better defensive team. We played much harder, played three really good teams on the road. Um, And the reality is we, the only thing we didn't do well is uh, finish offensively. Uh, and some of that's due to the goaltending we played against. We played three NHL-caliber goaltenders in Subban, Deming, and Helberg, uh, guys that have spent a lot of time in the National Hockey League. But uh, we did a lot of good things last week. We need to build on it this week. Seth, I know you, you won't use the schedule as an excuse. You're only going to deal with things that you can control. Um, but we go back to the beginning of the month, and and the routine was knocked off a bit with that Charlotte game kind of being, you know, like an almost like an island game, and and you get back into that routine, and, and you mentioned that the play was better uh, as you get back into it last weekend. Um, it, it, how how important is getting the guys back into a, a solid routine like that? Yeah, routines are important in pro sports. Um, athletes are creatures of habit. And they have their routines and the things that they like to do every day on game days, practice days, things of that nature. You know, but that's no excuse for not playing um, the way we need to play against Charlotte. And, and, and that game was, we didn't offensively execute in that game, but there's been too many games that defensively we've been sloppy at times. And um, that that's, there's some expectation of that with a real young group and a, and a young decor with some D that are out. Uh, But, at the same point in time, like we were going through these things, same things at similar times last year. Um, we became a very difficult team to play against February, March of last year. And because we became difficult to play against, we were, that allowed us to earn the right to play in late April, May, and June. And, and that's the same things we're addressing and working on right now. Um, we believe in what we do offensively. And, and uh, even though we didn't score quite enough this week, uh, I believe we'll score, um, but we have to defend, and, and this was a big step forward in that regard. 
Emmerichs are home uh, tomorrow night against Cleveland, also Friday night against Providence. We'll talk about those games in a little bit. Head coach Seth Appert, our guest here in the sports bar. Uh, news here from the last 24 hours. So up in Buffalo, Jack Quinn, uh, he's back on the roster. And to make room, Jacob Bryson clears waivers. So he's an Emmerich. Seth, ha- have you talked to Jacob and you know where's his head at? And what would be uh, your expectation for a player that, you know, we know he's good, but he hasn't seen a lot of time up in Buffalo. Yeah, I have talked to him. Talked to him this afternoon. Uh, waited to see. It's a weird 24 hours for a player. Um, you know, and Jacob's still young. And, um, you know, am I going to get claimed? Am I not? All those different things. He grew up in this organization. This is the only organization he's been in in pro hockey. So uh, so I waited for him to clear. You know, I, I coached him not long, but about half that COVID year. Uh, Nathan Pace played with him. So, you know, there's a lot of comfort level. He is a, he's an amazing young man, a, a great teammate. You know, he still would come down. The last two years, he was at a lot of our playoff games. Um, just that's the kind of person he is. And uh, he spent a lot of time in Rochester. He's had great experiences in Rochester. So he's excited. Um, you know, you never want to be in, in the American League when you're an NHL player. But at the same point in time, he knows he needs to play. Um, sitting there and not playing, only playing three games this year, it's not good for his career. He's still a young player, especially as a defenseman. He's still developing. And um, so it's very important for him to play. And uh, he's excited. Uh, he'll be in the lineup tomorrow night. And that's an opportunity for him to, he'll be a better player um, when, whenever that next chance in the NHL comes. He'll be better served for it from being here and getting to practice and play instead of instead of sitting as much as he was sitting up top. So talk a little bit about what his game brings to the team and how it's going to help the blue line here moving forward with Bryson in the lineup. Well, he's an elite American League defenseman. Um, great skater, mobile, very good defender. Even though he's undersized, very, very good defender. Um, extremely good on the breakout. Can quarterback a power play if, if that's what you know we eventually choose to do. Depends on how long he's here. Um, so... You know, especially with Prow and Metza out and Johnson up right now, um, you know, this, this, you know, we've been thin back there and this gives us, uh, another, another high end American League defenseman, a guy with a ton of National League experience. And, you know, you, you play some of the teams we played this week, you know, they were older teams, we're a younger team. And, um, you know, they got guys like, you know, Riley Nash and players of that ilk that have played you know, 700 games, things of that nature. And so to have another guy with his experience level is huge. Yeah, everybody be honest. You're not working this week, okay? You can go out and see the team tomorrow night, Cleveland, Friday night, Providence. So I, I know, Seth, we don't want to look ahead to the next opponent per se, but, you know, while you're here there, give us your thoughts here on, on you know, the schedule here before everybody breaks for the holidays. Yeah, it's an exciting week. And, you know, it's something I challenged the guys last week that, that good teams don't don't uh, sputter in the break. They try to accelerate in the break and, and they, they don't look ahead. They keep attacking. And uh, I thought we did a good job of that last week. We gave ourselves a great chance to win in every game on the road. Uh, now we got to do the same thing this week. Real good test. Cleveland's got a great roster, a heck of a team. Uh, they're in first place for a reason. So we got a great challenge tomorrow. Uh, Providence really good. And, and not only good this year, but traditionally good, really good franchise care a lot about their American League team and um, I also like the way both those teams play it's going to be two really good games for our, the home fans this week it's uh, uh, both you know teams that play good hockey good honest hockey it's competitive but it's skill based um, 
they're just really, really well-coached, good hockey teams with a lot of talent on the ice. Seth, uh, Gene mentioned it earlier, and, and I know that uh, you know Jack Quinn returning to the Sabres lineup doesn't really impact you, but it does impact you and that you are a big part of his development and getting him to where he is. Talk a little bit about his rehab here and, and how he was able to get back. Uh, what I, I kind of look at him like, wow, he, he kind of recovered fairly quickly from, from that injury. Well, that I means not a surprise. I mean, yeah, Jack, you know, Jack's a guy that I'll um, – I'll be friends with Jack the rest of my life. You know, that's just the kind of relationship he and I were able to forge. And, um, you know, that a lot of that is forged through shared adversity. You know, he came to us so young and he was in over his head at times in the American league as, as a young guy. And we just spent a lot of time together and watched a lot of video together, went through ups and downs together, and then eventually found success together. And I think when that happens, there, there's, there's bonds that you earn, um, that, that you're going to have forever. And, uh, so he's a guy that, uh, that, you know, I just, uh, really pull for, I have so much respect for, uh, I'm not surprised at how, how he's returning because, uh, his work ethic and his commitment to being a great hockey player is, 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 you know, high as I've ever been around. And, uh, Really excited for him and excited to watch him tonight. Yeah, as uh, the Sabres taking on Columbus tonight, uh, Cleveland and Providence coming up. And Seth, I, I know you don't want to talk about a game coming up, you know, you know, two weeks from now. But since we won't talk next week, can you can you give me this holiday present and beat? Hershey. Uh, I just feel like that's the team. And like, look, I know probably you'll say it's, it's just another game, but when you were coaching at RPI, like Union wasn't another game, right? Like, like, is there anything added to that game coming up uh, during the holiday week? No, the Union wasn't another game. Our coaching staff had a brawl with Union. So, um, rip. You got to tell the story. Wait a second. Hold on. Don't don't gloss over that, coach. Yeah, that was something. Yeah, that's uh, we had a third game with Union every year. Something that at the time Nate Lehman, the head coach, is now at Providence, great coach. He and I want to create, you know, a special game for our student athletes. And so you'd have one league game in each building, and then we created a third game. We got the governor, the mayors, and the governors, and all these dignitaries involved to make it a bigger event. And, and it grew. And both programs are really good at the time, and so it grew to where. You know, the attendance was 11, 12,000 people in downtown Albany. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, you know, things escalated one night. And there was, a, there was a brawl at the end of the game between the players. And uh, it, may, it may have escalated to the coaching staff a little bit. So um, that's, uh, that's just something sometimes that happens. Not proud of it. If you're uh, watching the live stream right now, Gene actually pulled up the video. How did I not know about and, this? And he's watching it. His live reaction to seeing the video, Seth, is is priceless because you're in there. You're in the mix in there somewhere, right? Like there's, I don't know which one. I can't see because I'm yeah, looking at a reverse yeah, image. Yeah, it's of like, what? yeah, Seth is not, you know, he's just being a gentleman here. The other guy <laughs> is like, you know, hey, you got to. Uh, I was not the aggressor in that situation. <laughs> um, but, uh, um, you know, and, uh, cooler heads prevailed eventually, but, um, you know, it was, it was, uh, it was a heated rivalry and yeah, with Hershey, the original question was Hershey, right? Yeah, I was going to say, this yeah. is a long way of answering that Hershey's <laughs> just not, another you're, opponent. You're not going to fight the Hershey coach, Seth, right? <laughs> yeah. Nelly would kill me. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, I think that what Hershey is not only obviously they win the color cup, right, but they're a measuring stick. Um, and and they're a measuring stick. They're they're the best team in the Eastern Conference. They're still at the top of the Eastern Conference. 
it's a, it's a proud franchise. They, they have good young prospects. They spend a lot of money on their veterans, uh, and they, they want to call the cup. And, and so it's a measuring stick of where you're at against the best team in our league. And, and if you have success against them, that's great. You earn confidence from that. If you fail against them, it gives you a measuring stick of where you're at and how far you are away or how close you are to being a great team. And, uh, those games are very important. Uh, even though you only play them two times in the regular season, they're important, uh, in terms of the development of your team over the course of the season. Seth, uh, exciting couple of weeks ahead for, for you and, and for the boys. Uh, really looking forward to it. Wishing you the best of luck and wishing you a happy holiday. Thanks for all your time uh, in 2023, and we can't wait to pick it back up in 2024. Happy holidays, guys. I appreciate you having me on. Thank you for everything, Seth. Uh, Seth Appert, head coach of the Rochester Americans. And you never know what you'll learn here in the sports bar. And I, you know, like, what year was that? 2014. So this is from the Albany Times Union. And I'm going to put up the picture, if you're watching, on the <laughs> stream here. It's, it's, it's This is so ghetto. You're looking at the reflection in a window of what the, well, it we, is. It's two coaches in their suits getting separated by, uh, a, ref, by a ref, by an official. Yeah, and, so, so Rick Bennett was the head coach at Union at the time. This picture shows his right arm cocked, and he's ready to go, but the linesmen jump in. So 7,100 fans in the Albany Arena there, 125 penalty minutes after the game, and this Mayor's Cup game meant so much, regular season game, that the RPI players spilled out onto the ice after a 2-1 win where you have all these penalty minutes, and they're throwing their gloves and everything Well, I don't know, like unwritten rules of hockey. This is what I'm trying to figure out on the fly, that – the, the head coach of... Uh, took exception. Took exception, lost his mind, and went after Seth on the ice. So, you know, like... Wow. Yeah, Apri wasn't doing anything to pick a fight or anything I, uh, like that. I love that, though. College hockey can get can get pretty gnarly, can get kind of chippy sometimes. And you talk about rivalries like that. That's that's a lot of fun. Like, can you imagine being at that game and you see the coaches throw down? I love it. Yeah, this is years ago. Uh, Canisius is probably that team for RIT. Like, okay, like this team is coming mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, Seth was at, look, the, he, Seth was at RPI a very, very long time, and they actually let him go. They relieved him of his duties. And here's somebody that knew what he was about. He was a teacher, went to go uh, coach at USA Hockey, and look where he is. And he's going to be in the NHL someday. So there's somebody that didn't let a uh, little setback like that uh, you know, fluster him. Setback? I put that on the front page of my resume. Got into a fist fight with another coach. <laughs> this picture, too. Like, the hair is just perfect. <laughs> yeah. Like the, the, We're talking about the hair. Lego, the hair. Le- yeah. Lego hair. He's yeah. got Lego hair. Uh, let's do who's hot and who's cold in fantasy football. Gino, it's brought to you by our friends from Airquip heating and air conditioning well of course like if you're number two in the league he's not just your he is your running back one he's a first round pick next year i'm talking about james cook for sure he might be number two overall danger next year can you imagine that can make the case yeah like behind cmc here um who's called uh, go with anybody on the chargers right now i don't care about easton stick keenan allen you know i dumped keenan allen in our game team i'm like no okay like what he's gonna get like five catches or whatever so uh who's hot and who's cold for everybody that's still alive in your championship uh uh week here uh, some leagues championship some leagues the uh semifinal. uh good luck to you this week hey, it's fun and challenging to know 
know when to start a player that's heating up or bench one that's cooling off. It's not fun to be too hot or too cold in your home or business. Make the best lineup call you can and call Airquip today. Uh, all right, Gino, what else do we got to get to here? Um, we got some news and notes from around the league that we can get to. We, we can get back to Daquan Jones, who was designated for return from injured reserve. The Bills making that announcement today. And we also have the um, the Bills injury report from today as well. Yeah, it's it, there's really not much on it because today was just a walkthrough. Um, we mentioned in the sports update uh, last one that Von Miller wasn't in town. Not sure who who passed in his family, but Coach Sean McDermott mentioned that uh, he thought that uh, you know he would be back. Von would be back in town tonight. So um, as far as uh, the Bills injury report. We'll learn a little bit more tomorrow. The one story that came out today, though, was uh, Jordan Phillips. And this shouldn't be a surprise. Like we learned yesterday, wait a second, he had wrist surgery following the game? That can't be good. Well, no, it's not good. And the hope for Jordan Phillips is that he'd be back for the postseason. But Look, I, I think no Jordan Phillips, no Daquan Jones against the Chargers. You're going to be fine this week. Maybe you get Jones back for the Patriots. Maybe not. Um, if you get Jones back and ready for the Dolphin game in two weeks, and again, that's a game that you know you're going to have to stay hydrated, all hands on deck, that sort of thing. Um, that's the hope here. I think that the Jordan Phillips injury isn't the worst thing for Buffalo. Just a, a few names listed as limited, and, and keep in mind the Bills were uh, conducting a walkthrough today. Uh, Epineza limited with his rib injury. Leonard Floyd also dealing with a rib and a wrist injury. He was limited. Uh, Micah Hyde dealing with that neck stinger still. Ty Johnson, uh, we, we knew he was dinged up in, in the Cowboys win. Uh, he was listed as limited. Daquan Jones, as we've mentioned, uh, activated in, in his practice window is now open. Limited today. Dalton Kincaid with his shoulder injury. Also a limited participant or listed as a limited participant in the Bills walkthrough practice today. So we'll learn more on the status of the, the Bills injuries here through the course of the week and everything kind of bumped up a day because of that Saturday night kickoff in Los Angeles. Yeah, uh, we'll have uh, some McDermott McLeys coming up also in the five o'clock hour. Uh, happy hour today. Uh, we'll have time for your calls at eight six six four three. To six, Mike Danger, futuristic number one on your list. We got to get back to that. I've got it. I've got it right here. Actually, so I did it twice. I did the the test twice. So the first time I did it, I remember futurist was like one of my top five themes. My my current most recent five themes, the strengths that they do Mm. from the strength finders. We joke. We're like this is this is like adult Pokemon. Like we gotta we gotta meet people that have all of these themes, and we can all kind of like group together and and collaborate and. Anyways, uh, one is deliberative, two is maximizer, three is adaptability, four is harmony, and five is belief. I would like, you're big into harmony. That would have been, you know, five is belief. Yeah. Harmony is uh, just, I'm looking for consensus. So I was told futuristic, not good for sales. Because like, oh yeah, they're going to do something at some point and like, it has to be today. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Today. So do you want to take a guess what my number one would have been? Is it any that I just listed? Nope. No, I have no idea. No, nope. uh, competitor. Ah! So, like, we would be talking, and I would be, you know, behind the scenes, like, oh, you know, I can't believe, you know, this other radio show. Da, da, da. You'd, be, you'd be like, Gene, what do you care? And, like, what competitors do, it's not that we want to win. We're always measuring ourselves against others. God, and that it's must not very be hell. It's, it's 
great for sales. It's great for everything, but that's it must where- be hell. I just think of controlling what you can control. Like you hear coaches say it all the time. Players say it all the time. Like we're going to control what we can control. If you keep doing that, if you keep thinking and measuring yourself based on what other people are doing that you can't control, it would drive me nuts. You learn how to manage it. Whew. The well, one I had was woo. Oh, woo. woo. Woo is, yeah. Well, you're a sales guy. You yeah. need woo if you're a sales guy. I, can, yeah, I, I think woo. you would have been, they probably would have looked at your themes if you didn't have woo. And they'd be like, yeah, maybe you should spend your more time in the sports bar, less time <laughs> pounding the pavement, pal. Oh, you have woo? Okay, go out there and sell, Gene. Go out there. Actually, they're saying that already. Like, you know what? Do the show as much as you want. You're not helping us there. <laughs> Uh, all right, there, there, there's the, the fun exercise that, and futurist was one that I remember it was the first time I took it, which would have been, man, well, like almost 20 years ago at this point. Um, but yeah, I, I do like looking ahead to see where the puck is headed, skating to where the puck is headed. And, and it's, it's kind of fun to do here with the bills. When you think about what the next few weeks might look like the next few weeks beyond the next few weeks, and then potentially into next season and beyond. Uh, uh, one last thought on Seth. Do you think he's upset that we drew that fight story out of him? No. <laughs> he brought it up. This is a, another game. It's not another game. There was The coaches got in a fight. He brought it up. Yeah. We asked him about it. He brought it up. And then he shared the story. And it's a great story. And that video that you have, or that image that you have is fantastic. Two coaches <laughs> rearing back and ready to go. It's like Rocky versus Apollo, except you're uh, on ice fantastic that was like at the peak dead spin too like that's where like that's where it took off you know that, uh, yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah rest, 2014 yeah. rest in peace dead spin i mean i know it's still there but it's not no it's nothing it's now. not what it yeah. was um all right happy hour is coming up next hey we have time for your calls you can join us at 866-4-F-A-N 585-866-4326 if you want to pull up a stool we got a round of shots coming up as well and you can join us on the good smoke barbecue and pub wingman line that number is 866-4-FA and of course uh, award-winning barbecue from good smoke barbecue and pub the new location at 135 west commercial street in east rochester goodsmokebbq.com you're listening to the sports bar with danger and bataglia on 95.7 fm and am 950 the fan rochester Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is Electrified Diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with a vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. 
So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.